This is the Private Practice Workshop Podcast, and I'm your host, John Clark. Long time no see. Um, wow, yeah, where to even begin? I've got a couple notes here to try to get through this uh, without just uh, meandering the whole time. Uh, a quick update. I took a little bit of a hiatus to try to figure out um, where to go with all this. What do I want? What do I want to be known for? Uh, recalibrating my vision, my goals uh, for my businesses and for my life. And um, that's been quite a journey, but um, I think a necessary one. <clears throat> a lot of exploring in my own uh, in my own therapy and with my own business coach and mentors and things like that. And um, yeah, I'm kind of coming back here to give it a try again and to, to, to get things going. And um, I think there's a lot of parts about helping therapists with business that I do really love and am, am quite good at. And so I want to kind of find those parts and honor those, those parts here. Um, and uh, is something that has really shifted my life is I have kind of re-entered my own clinical work with clients and doing that with a totally new model. And that model is called IFS, Internal Family Systems. Um, that model has just really changed everything for me, um, both personally and receiving IFS and now uh, doing it with clients, <clears throat> even infusing a little bit of it into um, some business coaching, right? And helping therapists get clear on um, or just get to know their parts and how their parts show up in um, as it relates to their business or as a supervisor or a clinical supervisor, what have you. So one change to the podcast is, well, we're kicking things off again with um, some episodes here um, to test things out. And we're also going to be integrating some clinical interviews here. Um, uh, basically clinical related content, you know, into the podcast. There's other shows that I think do that. We've always kept this about the business of private practice, but I'm going to try, you know, infusing some, um, some clinical, uh, episodes here as well, and just basically see how you guys like it and respond to it in the numbers and in your feedback to me, whether it's an email or, um, on YouTube, etc. I always want to hear your feedback. So that's kind of where we're at. And so um, another big announcement is we have a big uh, partnership that we're going to announce here uh, around November. But for now, kind of getting things warmed up again, restarting the podcast and, and getting connected with you guys again. Um, and also we have a new program launching that I'm really excited about. That program is called Group Practice Accelerator. It's a six-month mastermind for established group practice owners who want to make more money and help more people while also working less and not driving yourself crazy. So um, <clears throat> I'm really excited about that program. It's going to be a really simple, straightforward mastermind program uh, limited to eight people. Uh, so the first eight people to sign up. Uh, if you want to learn more about it, I made a really quick video and uh, a quick application at privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash GPA, like a grade point average, but group practice accelerator. That's privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash GPA to learn more and to apply. So look forward to getting that started. 
Today's episode, and I'm going to do a few episodes like this, that's basically reusing audio from a lesson or some mini lessons that I taught inside our mastermind group previously. So this one is about getting clear on your purpose. Uh, and then we're going to have more kind of foundational episodes like this coming out soon. So um, that's it for now. And this is me kind of uh, showing up again and uh, finding my way into this this work with you guys. So um, hope you like this episode and um, you can plan to get another one next week and the week after that and the week after that as we get started again. So um, thanks so much for, for being here. Hey, if you want to be part of the show, you want to be interviewed, um, let me know, john at privatepracticeworkshop.com, whether that's a business topic or a clinical topic, I'd, I'd love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, we'll talk soon. All right, let's dive in. Okay, so today we're going to talk about purpose, and I used to just dive right in and talk about mission, mission and vision values, but um, I have kind of realized over time and really over the past year or so how important it is to talk about purpose first, because purpose is like your fuel source, and a lot of times I talk to my own clients and co- therapy and coaching clients about finding your fuel source, and uh, um the difference between running on clean fuel versus dirty fuel. So kind of why you do what you do. And um, what I'll say is in this lesson, I'm going to talk about how to define purpose, how to discover yours and connect with your personal purpose and how to just begin strategizing for how to shape your business uh, to be more purpose-driven. Your business is this thing that you're constantly molding. You're constantly pivoting. You should always be, um, improving and shaping and revising. That's the process. It's a very iterative process. We're never done, right? Uh, The first thing I'll say is that people often feel unfulfilled as a result of not living in their purpose, uh, especially when their work is not centered around their purpose. I meet a lot of people um, and especially people who go, you know, 30 years in one career and then decide at the end of that career, oh my gosh, my work had no meaning and therefore my life had no meaning. Um, the reality is we are spending most of our waking hours at work, which is a scary thing, but also an opportunity to be doing things at work that are truly aligned with your purpose and why you're here on earth. Um, you know, I am presenting this in a way that you should, you should make sense of this stuff from your own, you know, spiritual or faith, um, background, whatever that is, um, uh, and, and if that's something important to you, I want you to kind of filter it through that, through your own unique lens in that regard. Um, a working definition of purpose, you know, weeks ago, I'm, I had a, a, he was actually a childhood friend named Brian Boucher, who was on my podcast slash YouTube channel. And he told his story about how in the lowest point of his life, he dug really deep and finally, finally connected with his purpose, which very meta is helping people find their purpose. And he's built a a really amazing business around it. He's written a book, he's done TED Talks, things like that. And uh, kind of a working definition of purpose is using your inherent, or again, uh, if you see it this way, your God-given gifts, talents, abilities uh, to help people and to positively impact the world around you. So it's just kind of a working definition. We, you know, if, if kind of mission is the foundation of the house, Purpose is like the roots, right? Or purpose is like the soil underneath it all, right? It's what's really holding it up and allowing the foundation to, um, to, to take hold. Um, 
a couple things to think about. Uh, you know, we have a really unique opportunity as therapists in that what we do is inherently meaningful for most of us, right? I've always thought we're really darn lucky and uh, uh, to do something that's inherently meaningful, right? Uh, the, the example, again, would be someone who works a job that is low in meaning or low in using their purpose to improve the world, to help people in some way. And then as a result, they have to go do a lot of volunteer work to feel like they're giving back or helping people or making a difference or using their gifts, right? So we have a real opportunity in that the work we do as therapists is potentially inherently meaningful, right? Hopefully you would agree. On top of that, we have uh, an even more unique opportunity as business owners to design your business around your gifts and strengths and to spend as much time as possible in purpose-driven opportunities, right? I find that the more I have aligned myself and my business with uh, my unique purpose, um, the more I am running on that clean fuel, the more easy it is to make decisions, to figure out what I'm going to do next, to um, make decisions about partnerships or new opportunities or growth, um, whatever it may be. I want to transition into some questions that I want you guys to think about right now and kind of brainstorm some notes, journal, whatever you have in front of you. And then we're going to open it up for discussion. So the first thing is, you know, um, write down just a quick list of your inherent gifts, talents, and abilities. And I want you to think about when do you feel most effective? Where in your life and work do you feel a sense of mastery even? They say it takes something like seven years on average to achieve mastery over a task. A lot, if not all of you have been doing therapy for seven years, you know, or more. And I think that seven year thing is actually pretty accurate, right? Therapy is a, a, is a very abstract process. And at the end of the day, it's something we never really master, but we do have those moments of mastery. You might even think about the first time that you sat with a client who was feeling suicidal compared to doing it recently, right? So again, where do you feel a, a sense of mastery? When do you feel most aligned? This is something I talk about a lot too with my therapy clients as well as coaching clients is make an inventory of your values, right? There's actually a really good, uh, the motivational interviewing kind of values inventory is really great. So if, you know, if you were sitting in my office, I would spread out these 200 cards that have different values on them and then have you pick which ones matter most and also which ones matter least. And I think both lists are really pretty much equally important. I've done this over and over again. And I'm always amazed at how people, even if they haven't thought about it or said it out loud, they intuitively grab the cards, right? They just intuitively reach out and they know what's important to them and what's not. The reason why this is important is that these are targets then to align ourselves with. So you want to be living in your purpose and then again, using your gifts for good, right? And you also want to be living in alignment with your values, meaning the things that I believe. Um, I'm actually, you know, organizing my life around the things that I believe and what matters. We can't align ourselves with those unless we know what they are, right? Unless we know what those targets are. Um, so when do you feel most aligned, right? Or you could say most congruent. Again, you think about cognitive dissonance. I'm a big kind of psych 101 fan, to be honest. Uh, I use a lot of basic psychology in my therapy work. 
And I talked to clients a lot of bit, again about uh, cognitive dissonance or dissonance versus congruence, right? And some people come in, I'm miserable, I hate my job, I'm fighting with my partner, this and that. There's often just a, a great deal of dissonance about how I'm spending my, my precious life. At the end of a really good day, what was different, right? What did you do that day differently? And you should make an inventory of that. What happened that day? How did you use your time? Now, on the converse of that, you should think about what is not your purpose and when do you feel most ineffective, drained, and misaligned, right? When do you, when do you feel like, man, I don't even know what I did today. I just feel exhausted, drained, kind of lost. And you'll see how this gets, goes very quickly from conceptual into pragmatic, right? Because especially as business owners and as group practice owners, you should be spending more time doing the things that only you can do right? Working on your business, being a leader, developing yourself as a leader, and then have other people serving the parts of your business where their gifts are best applied. So for instance, my, my gifts are not best applied in doing my payroll, right? Or my bookkeeping. I can, but there's a difference between doing something just because you can do it versus you should do it. And it serves the business well for me to be doing it, right? Um, so you need to be thinking about those things, right? So my bookkeeper, for instance, she's a, uh, an amazing person. She has a real gift. She has almost like a healer vibe. And the way that she helps, she's also good with numbers. So the way that she helps people and makes an impact on the world is through bookkeeping. That's her purpose, right? QuickBooks isn't her purpose, but it's about, that's the venue. That's the, that's the medium through which she helps. Doesn't matter what it is, right? On the other hand, you know, my father-in-law, who's this very analytical business guy, MBA, works in business development at the airport. To me, sounds like the worst job on planet Earth. <laughs> you know, looking at spreadsheets all day. Um, I've talked with him about this for, for a long time, you know, and on one hand, he's like, it's a privilege to have purpose, right? It's kind of this like, you know, it's the problem with millennials. They want to have purpose and meaning in everything they do, right? Like you can't do Peace Corps forever. <laughs> um, on the other hand, the more we talked about it, the more he kind of revealed to me that he actually sees his purpose in his work and in other ways, right? So using his gifts to help his team and to support his team members, to be a good leader, um, to, to, to feel effective. Um, he values the relationships that he has at work, right? That's a big part of his purpose is kind of serving others, uplifting others. So he actually has a lot of these pieces, even though the bigger part of his brain is kind of like, I'm a business guy, right? Who crunches numbers. Um, next, next step um, is sketch out your personal purpose statement. And if you have different parts of your business, or in my case, different businesses, you know, you want to think about that. Uh, again, my purpose statement more globally is, is helping to reduce human suffering. That's the lens that I'm using in every single thing I do. My gifts are in helping people, coaching people, helping them get clarity, helping people feel calm, helping them feel uh, like they're capable and can do it and, and are supported, helping people see new solutions to things, right? Encouraging people, just uh, again, being that coach and leader for people. A purpose statement for this business that I look at every single day, just to, to ground myself and remember what the heck I'm doing here is that I'm helping a small group of business owners achieve their maximum potential. And I literally visualize you guys in a very non-creepy way because this is what matters. Now, all the, sometimes the BS that I have to go through to get here, like launching or creating a sales page, whatever it is, right? Or sometimes creating content when I don't want to, is still serving that bigger purpose, right? Of helping you guys. 
in these moments, right, where I'm working with you guys, running the groups, working with you individually, that's when I'm most connected to my purpose. So I need to design my business and my life to do more of that and less of all the other stuff. And again, have people in my business and helping serve my business, serving my mission, doing what they're best at. That's kind of how it works. When everyone's working in their purpose, right, um, your business goes a lot further. Everyone's happy. There's that resentment, that burnout. This is really important stuff too for the longevity of you and your business. Last piece is at the end of the day, rate yourself zero to 100 as to how aligned you were with your purpose that day. If the number was high, if you had a really good day, write down what you did and do more of that. It's really that simple. But you have to be the own gate, you're the kind of gatekeeper to your own time and your own schedule, right? Your time is so precious, so valuable. And most of you guys are doing a bunch of crap right now that you shouldn't be doing. You don't need to be doing. You're, it's actually a disservice to your purpose and to your gifts. It's a disservice to your community. It's a disservice to your clinicians by doing stuff that, that you can but shouldn't be doing and is not aligned with, with your gifts and abilities. So I hope that doesn't sound harsh, but I want you to feel urgency about this stuff right? To aggressively kind of protect your time and only be doing stuff in your zone of genius. You have to figure out what that zone of genius is and then fight for it and protect it like nothing else. By doing that, your business will grow, right? Your business will not grow by you still doing your own bookkeeping just because you can and you want to save $300 a month, right? So again, having purpose, knowing what that purpose is, is essential. If your number was low, notice what was missing and how you can make adjustments to your business and life that day. Same thing when it goes to managing your schedule or how many clients or how many clinicians, how much money is enough, all that stuff, right? Okay, um, we got like 10 minutes to discuss this stuff. So I'm gonna turn it over to you guys to discuss. I'm gonna hit stop on the recording and I'll share a link to this um, document in these, these prompts here. All right, that's all for now. I hope you enjoyed this episode. As always, uh, make sure to subscribe to the show and share it with a friend if you would like. Another quick reminder, um, I've announced Group Practice Accelerator. It's a six-month mastermind program. We meet weekly for an hour. We also have a private um, community online where you can interact with each other and get help from me in between sessions. Um, That's starting in just a couple weeks. If you want to learn more, go to privatepracticeworkshop.com forward slash GPA for group practice accelerator. The link is also in the description. So hope you enjoyed this. I'll see you again next week. Take care. Bye.